What's happening, folks, and welcome to another Let's Talk United podcast. I'm your host, Matt, today, and we're here. I'm here with Simon. How you doing, mate? You all right? I am buzzing. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get... We'll, today's... Uh, we, before we get any further, we do apologise for last week. I wasn't available on Monday. Simon wasn't on Tuesday, and it got too long, too close to the game, so... Um, and, uh, and before we do get any further, I want to apologise for my voice because it's only just come back from yesterday's <laughs> So we're gonna, so yeah, um, we're gonna be doing um, talking about the United game against um, the team that's apparently from Manchester. Um, that, oh, that's you mean all. stop? You mean stop? Put there? Yeah, that, yeah. Um, we'll talk about that game. The second half, I want to talk about specifically because I think it's a real positive that second half, and I'll explain why I think it's a positive. Um, as well, talk about the Bruno and Martial loving that seems to be going on at the moment. He could be really getting it, getting hitting it off. He's smiling, which is also you know nice to see. Talk about the news that it's like Chong is getting a new deal, and whether that's a good thing or not. Talk about the Bellingham news that apparently his parents slash agents, which they are his agents, been accounting today with Judge and Woodward, or the two studios as we like to call them occasionally. And then we'll look to head any of business as well, and we'll cover all the going so far, probably in the Manchester derby. So, um, oh, we will, we will. Uh, <laughs> or Simon will cover all in the Manchester derby talk. So, yesterday United beat the um, Chelsea. For, well, basically, basically the Chelsea fan club because they're basically all former Chelsea fans. Hashtag, hashtag, oh, hashtag um, hired fans because they can't fill the stadiums out. Beat them two 0 and with I thought was a very professional and um, um, composed performance. Look, we're not going to be going to this game dominating City. We are working towards that. But I think you saw two... I, I won't go my, my thoughts on the derby. Yesterday, we saw just that imagination, that quality from the free kick. All right, a debatable free kick. Certainly debatable. But how often have United not been have been put from set pieces? Now, Bruno's changed that massively. Score from a corner kick, look more lively from corner kicks. And that ball from Martial's quality and the, and the control's brilliant. Error from Edison, of course. But, you know, that... You know, uh, don't take away from the fact that we got in that position, and then um, you know, it had a plan. There was twenty minutes where there was twenty minutes where basically, I think the commentators summed up Simon didn't they? And they said, "Now it said what you got? Oh, fuck all! Right, here we go. Let's go. Let's get you." They had nothing City yesterday. They had nothing. I mean, I know De Bruyne, but they still had a still had Silva, Sterling, Aguero, and they didn't offer anything really. Once United got themselves set in the in the routine. The threat with down James on the right-hand side, he had, he had, he had Otamendi on, on, on a platter so many times. Just That bit of composure needs to be worked on. Uh, the first goal is quality. Bruno again, of course, it's him. Great ball in. And the second half, I was watching the second half and I thought, I, I, since they're going up their game, they're going to up their game out there. They, they, they couldn't play that badly in the first half as in the second half. And I was watching the game thinking, this is like, this feels a lot like Liverpool in the early in the season. Whereby United have dropped off or been forced back. We look at it. They're struggling to keep hold of the ball. And I thought, please don't do what you did last time, Liverpool, and switch off. But they didn't. They were much more, um, much more um, resilient, defending really well. Everyone defended well yesterday. I think. Uh, I don't think anybody had a bad game in the United team, specifically, obviously, Matic and Wambasaka. Once again, Sterling cannot beat Wambasaka. Um, <laughs> not many people can. But that was a real positive. All right, the second goal was a fantastic goal from Tomini. He could argue the goal, could argue the goal of the season. I can't think of a better one. It's against, against because of the goal, how much it meant to get the winning goal, the range he scored at, and who scored it. I mean, I know Tomini's a good player, but I don't suit, I don't actually 
assume he's going to score goals. Not really, but he's obviously not great if he can get them. But I was so happy. That is improvement. People talk about, is Ali improving United? He is definitely improving United because that was against Liverpool. We would have lost that game or not drawn that game because we did. Yesterday, I didn't. I, I was looking for the defending really well, thinking about the ball, but not doing anything. And it was so good to see. And the, the second goal highlights that Ollie knows what he's doing t- tactically because he said, right, might have looking, but it wasn't exactly like light change, but he brought on the guy and said, right, hold the ball up, bring people to play. How does the first goal get scored? It's not the error from Edison. It is Igalo holding that ball up, telling the way he gets to get off him, little flick through to Fred, and then the goal comes from that, obviously from an error later on. And that's the, that's the thing that we've been saying in this podcast as well. He's not had the options. He had the option yesterday. He brought on Igalo. And I think Igalo was as big a part in the win as anybody else was because he held that ball up at three or four times, didn't he, in, in, that, in that second half and helped us get through. And it was a massive win for, for us. That's now, what, three wins out of four against City? I mean, I can't think of a single negative in that game other than maybe the decision-making to put the football back for Martial, Tabuno and um, James. I don't know what you think, Sam, but the only thing I can think of, only thing I can think of is uh, why couldn't we do these options in the summer? And maybe we've got more points on the board by now. All I've got to say is Pep is Ollie's bitch because <laughs> that is three times now in out of four, three times this season where Ollie has handed Pep his bald ass from this supposed worst United team in 30 years, which to be honest, I kind of agree with. Um, it's still a squad in transition, and we've been able to absolutely bitch slap. Pep and the supposedly all-conquering City side, it's arse. Three times out of four, we wanted it more from the very off. Um, you could see that we were more in the. We had the more intensity. We had the game plan, which I think you've got to doff your cap to Ollie and and the coaches. Um, I think we got our game plan absolutely spot on. Uh, to be honest, uh, there was a few things that that obviously I don't think we. Uh, I think I felt. I thought at the time they were a bit ropey, which I'll get into in a second. But as far as the first half went, I thought um, we were the more progressive. We were looking at hurting that city side. Yeah, we only had, I think, during the game, 28% possession. But every time we got the ball and managed to keep hold of it, uh, we were able to penetrate with those passes. The first half especially, we uh, we looked a little bit more on the front foot. Uh, For the first 20 minutes or so, we kind of stood off them a little bit. Um, and then after that, we went about 10 yards further up the pitch, got in the faces, and that's when we started to create a few chances. The the free kick, in quotes, uh, that we got for the um, for the first goal, people are saying that's soft. Well, what about the penalty that we should have got yep. about 10 minutes later? So, balances itself out. So, but it's a fantastic, like you said, bit of imagination from Bruno, which we've all been saying, what's the point? especially in those positions, because it's not really suited for a shot. It's not really suited for a cross. So why not try something different? That's what we tried. I mean, Martial didn't even hit the ball that well, to be honest, for that goal, but went in the back of the net. So that's I couldn't give a rat's ass. It could have come in off his left testicle and gone into the back of the net. <laughs> to be fair, Ezra was so bad to stay. If he did it, Boris would have gone in. <laughs> it was, because don't forget, he almost gifted us a goal in the second yep. half before. Yeah. The goal in the, at the end, but yeah. I just want to just want to make a point on Anthony Martial. Now he has 
caught so much flat this season. Some of it is so unwarranted, it's untrue. Yesterday, he showed, I thought it was absolutely phenomenal yesterday. I thought he worked hard, which has been one of his main criticisms yep. from certain people, the host of this podcast included. <laughs> um, I thought, to be fair, in my defence of Martial, I know that it, it's the consistency. He does it occasionally. Yeah. My biggest criticism of Martial is not the... I don't care about his attitude, how he looks. I don't care. I don't care if he smiles. Okay, I don't care. You don't have to smile to be... Good football. It's the fact. Okay, he'll do it one week, then he'll. It seems like just drop off a bit. But recently, it seems like it's starting to improve that consistency. It's I mean, I don't know if that's just the fact that he's got a better player on Simon Bruno. Almost as if having better players yeah. on the side makes the side more consistent. Yeah. What and, a revelation that is. Yeah. And I think that's the problem with Martial. My point. Problem is not. I don't want the United to sell him, but I think, come on, just, I'm not saying be 10 out of 10, but make it, make it every game, make it a 7. You know, and then maybe you have like an 8 and 9 where you're just completely strong. When, he's, when Matt or something like that yesterday, he's unplayable at times. He when he gets fantastic. running, he's unplayable. Because he, he because he, once... He, he wasn't running in. No. He wasn't running in yesterday. That wasn't his game yesterday. His no, game but when, he, yesterday when, when he's was... on it, he's unplayable. But yesterday, sure... And I hope everybody paid attention to that because that showed just how far he's developed as a centre-forward. Uh, yesterday, I thought he was fantastic in bringing the ball down. There was a couple of touches that were absolutely filth, absolute X-rated, some of those touches to bring balls down out of the air. Absolutely terrifying. Um, but, and like I say, we had that stonewall penalty which should have been given and we should have been 2-0 up at half-time. Mike, uh, what was is it? Mike, Mike Dean, uh, was it Mike Dean? Yeah, it was. Mike Dean was a three, yeah. Mike Dean, I mean, we'll never get anything off him anyway. But <laughs> how that has not been pulled back for VAR is absolutely mind boggling. Didn't they say but, on? I, 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 I remember them saying on the Sky. Whatever, whatever they said, the system's fucked. If that's the v, case, apparently, VAR said not enough contact. Well, in that case, then you should at least say to him, say to him, well, he's not, he hasn't dived. He's been totally, you absolutely. know. Bollocks. We've seen given penalties given for far. Exactly. Far, I think Macrich said that at half time. He said exactly something at half time. We so, said, yeah. It's the second half. I thought, like you say, I thought City were going to come out. They were never going to be as bad as they were in the first half. Uh, yeah, expecting to create a little bit more. Um, and whilst they had a lot more possession, and in fact, I think we allowed them to have a lot more possession, um, like you say, they didn't really start creating stuff until. Pep made the changes, bringing on... Um, Mares. Mares, Mares was the guy who changed the game for them. It, exactly. He changed the game up, and that's when City looked the more dangerous. And that was when I was crying out for Oli to make some substitutions. Now, he did make them. I didn't particularly agree with the plays he took off. Now, now that might have been because they got knocks. I have no idea. But I thought, I thought leaving Dan James on, whilst his pace was a constant threat, his decision-making is that of a wet napkin. Yeah. Three times he could have set up a second goal yesterday, and you saw it when he could have pulled it back to uh, Fernandez on the 18-yard line. You could see when it panned to Oli, he was fuming because that was a great chance to seal the game up. Uh, and on another day, we could have, like you say, like similar against um, Liverpool, we could have ended up getting a point. But thankfully, we didn't. We held on. Thought we defended expertly throughout the entire game. I thought the entire back four, uh, sorry, back five and, and Matic in front of them. I thought they were excellent yesterday. Um, dealt with everything. Um, and like you say, I think Igalo coming on, I was actually hoping he'd have come on a little bit earlier on. Because mm -hmm. uh, I think we needed that out ball when we were under the cosh a little bit. Um, but when he came on, he just showed 
what how beneficial it is to have forwards who offer different things. We've been saying this since the summer. Yep. If we had forwards that could offer different abilities, you saw him, you saw Martial with his clinical nature with that with that first goal. You saw him with the filthy touches that he was doing. You could see with his work rate. That's what he brings to the table. And then you flip that on the other side and you see the the ability to bring that ball down, ability to lay off what what Agarlo brings, the, the the ability to hold off defenders, the strength, the, the ability to play off him and play others in. That's what you get from him. And that is what I want to see. I don't want to see one centre-forward playing every single bleeding game because the chances of United signing a centre-forward who can run in behind and has the pace to run in behind and can also be a unit up front, we might as well have kept hold of Lukaku, if that's what we're after. Mm. So people need to realise that we're not going to have one centre-forward who's going to play every single game. What happened in 1999? We had four centre-forwards who we rotated throughout the, the campaign, and in the end, that's what won us three trophies. No, we're not going to win three trophies this season. Hopefully, no. we're going to win two. But that's what you need. You need... A squad. That is what football is about. You win titles as a squad. You don't win yeah. titles. Yeah. You don't win games as a no. uh, trophies as a team. You win it as a squad. Yeah. And I think, like I said, we're going to get into this probably more in, the, in in a little while. But some of the people now who've been banging on and talking absolute waffle about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and how he's not done anything need to either a wake up and see what's what's happening or be just going to go and watch a different sport because football's not for you if that's the case yeah you made a point there and as you made that point about you know having options up front look at the even even after that the great united side that won the yeah. champions league exactly. it, they had carlos tevez which is like your busy striker you, you hurt your harrier ronaldo who is like your right winger floater Rooney, technical player and both of your focal point because he wasn't going to run around because he couldn't do it, it was, he, he, people he, forget that when we won the European Cup in 2008, Luis Saha played 20-odd games that yeah, season. Yeah, and he, and he was like a... Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he was unfortunately, he was unfortunately injured, but he, yeah. All, so, all, sent, all those centre-forwards, all those... Well, not centre-forwards, but all those forwards offered different things. And that is what you need, because believe it or not, teams are different that you come up against. Not every team is going to set up exactly the same, so you need different ways to beat different teams. Yeah. So, um, back to the derby. I mean, let's talk about McTominay's finish. Because if if there's, if, there's bit, if there's a bit of goal this season scored in the Premier League, then I don't, I can't wait to see it. I mean, I think you're going a bit OTT, to be honest. No, I mean, <laughs> I think... It was, a, it was a good finish to keep it down, but... It was, I, I no, say, man, I, I, I think... I, I, I won't say it was I, revolutionary. I mean, I think... It I think, I think, I think, it, I think it's a win our goal that season. Well, Martial's is better than him that scored against uh, Watford, so... But I think because it's against City, the votes will go that way. But, very much um, but I have never I seen... Think, I think you're seeing it a little bit too much. I think... About the about the um, the, the atmosphere and, and what it meant, to be honest, rather than the actual goal. I mean, I've never so seen... Sorry, don't get me wrong, but, but like I said... I, I'm, very, I'm very surprised we didn't win it. You know, I'm very surprised if the personal I'll, goals. I'll, 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 I'll put a five pound bet on you that that doesn't win goal of the season. I, we need to see. We need to see what, what does. It probably one of those two. Won't it? But the, the the reaction to the goal. Everyone said it. I've never seen Old Trafford rock that much for years. 
That was a mass. That's like a I, massive I, moment yesterday. I don't know. I was in a pub. <laughs> but and basically, when the goal went in, I, 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 guys who were there and just the, the and people said they were saying the noise after that goal, not just when it went in, after it, the it was. Never said in commentary, he says it was incredible the noise around Trafford, and I think that was just oh, you know. I've been there a few times where it's been like that. Yeah, but it's in, in recent years, it's not happened often. No, 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 no. Since Ferguson, probably. Yeah, since Ferguson not happened. And it just felt like, you know, every manager, you can look back on them, has like that big moment, you know, if they're successful. Not so much think... our recent man. You know what I mean? Like, I think we look back, we could look, that could be not his moment yesterday, that win. I think he's had several. Yeah, but I think Paris, that's Paris the one. I think that's that, Paris, you know. Paris for a start. Oh, yeah, Paris, yeah. But I'm talking about. This team, he's basically his team and now. This in, is fact, a... well, in fact, well, I wouldn't say it's still his team, uh, but I think there's still a few things that need to be addressed. But, oh, yeah, definitely. But you just mentioned that, just rhyming off a couple, this is what football's about. And this is what people need to understand. Football is about, mo- following a football team anyway, is about moments. It's about moments. Now, you're looking just the past 12 months, 18 months under Ollie. We've had so many of those moments. It's mm-hmm. untrue. Yeah, we've had moments where it's been shit and we've and we've and we've been pulling our hair out and frustrated. But surely that's what that's what football is. You don't want to, you know what I mean? It, 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 that's what football is. You follow your team through thick and thin. You don't follow your team just because it's successful. And this is what I'm saying about all these people who are oh, all these not. There's some people who would have rather us lost yesterday. Oh yeah, I know. Just to prove that, that just to back up the the the, 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 the mental feelings about Ollie because they've never watched they didn't watch United until three years ago. This is this is how mental football is, especially football Twitter. It's absolute nonsense, and people either need, like I say, they need to either get behind the team. Or piss off either to another club or to another sport. Get behind the manager and let's see how far we can go. Who knows where we go under Ollie? I think right I'll way. say at least this for Ollie. I'm I'm pretty certain now that he's at least the manager to get us on the right track. Now, whether or not he can take a United into consistent top four and challenges, I think given the based on the transfer market he's done, I think given the, if he says I want. Dembele, Grealish, and Sancho, and you get them. I have no, I have no reason to think he won't be successful with those players. He he deserves a chance to prove that he can be that man. I think obviously if you get to this point next year, see, let's see. Again, it all depends on what happens in the summer, and we'll get to that in a moment with the Bellingham and Chong news. If he gets a striker in the summer, he gets that um, right side attacker or whatever side attacker he wants, and. Whatever else he need, whatever else he asks for. If he if he asks for four players and gets them four, I don't think I think he'll get. I think he'll get max three in the summer. I think um, if he gets, you know, he gets rid of Sanchez somehow. If we can pay someone to take him away from us, gets rid of Smalling no and that kind of thing. Lingard can piss off on all those comments that have come out from some reporter. Um, if it's true, yeah, and. He gets those in fact, players. In fact, sorry, sorry. I just want to touch on Lingard. Though. While we're, while we're there, because we'll probably end up forgetting about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just want to address those absolute oh, yeah. fucktards from last Thursday after the derby yeah. game. Who were shouting to Jesse to fuck off and all this sort of stuff. Get on your bike, you absolute little 
weasel of a person. That lad, yeah, he's not been at his best for 18 months. We all know that he's not probably, shouldn't be at United, or at least shouldn't be starting games for United. But give the fucking kid a rest. He is dealing with such shit off the off the pitch that he needs... Just leave him alone. If he's not good enough, Ollie will get rid of him. Ollie will. I think Ollie is. As, as, as if, as if some dickhead he thinks that his opinion of shouting, oh, fuck off, Jesse, as if that's going to go to Ollie. I tell you what, yeah, he doesn't want that fellow there. John from Nottingham. Yeah, big, big, big John don't want him, whatever, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, you're off. Sorry, Jesse, but big John don't want you on your bike, son. Is it that, what an absolute yeah, but the thing about I said I said this on last night on my Twitch stream. Absolute I said wet, I'm all for you criticizing the player for his ability, but it's becoming not about that anymore. It's a mob mentality. It's becoming be I don't like Lingard. I'm gonna. I, mean, I was at the game the other night when we beat Club Bruges, and he came. I think off the bench, didn't he? And there was two reactions to Lingard when he did something wrong. There was one said, "Oh, but come on, Lingard, that was easy," or there was Lingard, you absolute whatever, you know, I'm going to say what they said, but it was more, it wasn't, there were people saying like, about a football bill, I said, oh, come on, you got to do better than that. You absolute idiot. But then there was others saying, oh, you absolute waste of space, you, you know, whatever, and it was quite very personal, like, off, you know, what, you know what I mean? And it's it, it, it's gone from that to now just being like, Lingard, it, Lingard could, start, could score a hat-trick and they'd still be slagging him off. Correct. Um, for me, I think he should go. I've been saying it for a year. It's not, it's not good enough. But to be personally attacking the player outside, he, uh, in public like that, how's that going to help him? How's it going to? Is it, you know? How's it, imagine if you were if you were if you were. Um, the, that, that prick should imagine that he's in Jesse Lingard's shoes. Yeah. Where he's having to. Where he's having to care for his mum who's siblings because his mum's ill. Uh, he's uh, he, he's got all this shit going on off off the pitch, and he's still managing to play football. A lot of lot of footballers wouldn't even be playing football, and maybe maybe Jesse shouldn't. Maybe his head's not in the right place. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's been shit. Has anybody thought of that? Um, but and maybe and maybe we've been so starved of players because we didn't manage to get the players in in the in the summer, and because of the injuries, we've had to force him to play through all this shit because we simply didn't have the numbers. Has anybody thought about that? Hmm. People need to get things into perspective and not and not crucifying players because, believe it or not, players are people with the same shit that you and I and whoever else is listening goes through. So give people a fucking break every once in a while. Yeah, he's not the fucking going to be the world's best fucking player ever. But... He's, he's, he's one of us. Is he a United supporter? Get behind him. Yeah, he's probably going to be off in the summer. Yeah. Or that. at least, or at least, at least, if you're going to criticise him, make it for football. So if he misses the chance, oh, don't, don't say things like, oh, come on, you've got to score that. Don't just start personally attacking the guy for it. You know what I mean? That's the thing I, I'm 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 scared about. It's going to go. It's going to go beyond like it's not because he's it's bad at football. because I don't like him. And it's going to. It's just the thing we've got to do. We've got to have a go at him. And to be honest with you guys, if you don't like Lingard, don't worry. I don't think he'll be here next season. I think you get me out of your manager for one reason only, don't you? If, really? if, your main, if, if someone's main problem in life plays for Manchester United or not, I think you need to reevaluate your life priorities because yeah. something is not quite right. Yeah. I, I think I think if 
if you really hate Lingard, then I've there's, there's a line. There's a line. Uh, you can criticize, you can criticize and debate his football ability. That's fine. But when it comes to personal attacks like that, uh, which which are which do affect players, and it's not going to make any difference. I mean, you know, I mean, we, we, I would love him to be successful. You know, I'd love him to come on the pitch and turn it round. But my personal opinion, Lingard is not good enough. But while he's here, I will not. I will say maybe I said I don't want him starting games and maybe fair people. But it's like you know what, go on, go on, Lingard, go go do it. And the other night. When he got an assist, I said, I remember saying, great ball in guard to Fred. Beat his man brilliantly. Good ball into Fred. Easy goal. But just, it feels like no matter what he does, there's a group of people right now who are just out to get him. Um, and for me personally, is I'm I'm not his biggest fan as a player. I don't. The problem is, the problem is, it's not just Lingard. We've seen this to a lesser extent with Oli. Yeah. Whatever, he, whatever he's done. Everybody don't like him. Yeah. And this is this is how poisonous this fan base is becoming. Not the regular match going fans, not the ones who've got any sort of clue what they're doing, but these idiots who are influenced by sensationally shit like Arsenal fan TV or anything else from that utter pile of wank of a football channel uh, that well claims to be a football channel. People need to stop buying into all this sensationalist culture and actually start actually using the thing that's lodged between the two ears and actually start to make their own informed decisions and their own opinions rather than having spoon-fed to you. Yeah. So, for me, um, uh, the Lingard, I'm not, as big, I'm not as big as fan myself. I don't think he's going to for United. But if he's on the pitch and he does something good... I think well done, brilliant. That assist was brilliant. Beat his man, good balling. Regardless of whether he's at United, he's a person. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. And I hope he goes. If he if he leaves, he goes to Sevilla. I hope he, you know, I'll keep an eye on him. You know, so it will be as well. I, I, I won't have any sort of this vendetta against the Liverpool. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Let alone one of our own who's playing for us. Exactly. So, um, thoughts on the so man of match in the derby. Who would you go with? Wan Bissaka. I mean, as, I mean as. Raheem Sterling even had permission from Wambasaka to come out of his back pocket yet. No, I think I think I think he's basically uh, tying to a, like a ten-year contract with that. I think we should start putting uh, wanted posters out. Or yeah. have you seen? This, I think you are. Know I think Sterling should come to United, so you don't have to pick him from anymore. I just in training. <laughs> training still. We've got. I don't want him. We've got Rashford. True, um, but uh, man, match for me. Sorry, sorry before before that. Sorry for interrupting. But Wambasaka, no. I know you're going with how, this. How he has not got more plaudits this season is unbelievable to me. He has been phenomenal this season. Yeah, he's not really... He's only just started to produce in the final third, which is what... I think I think the demands on him in that final third are more than I think he even realised when he came in here. But he's worked at it. We're now seeing the fruits of his labour. He's been fantastic. There's no better defensive fullback in world football for me. None, mm. none at all. Defensive, better defensive fullback. There, I think there's like three players who have got past him in the last ten, last two years. Um, surprise, surprise. Raheem Sterling, not one of them. But he's now <laughs> actually adding that attacking threat. We've seen the stats today on Twitter. He's got more. He's creating more chances from open play than Trent Alexander-Arnold. So, considering everybody is so far up Trent's arse at the minute, when are we going to start seeing 
Wan-Bissaka get the recognition he deserves because he's a better, he's a ten times better defensive fullback than him, and now he's starting to get actually better attacking stats than Trent Alexander-Arnold. And if I mean I'm not really asked about England, but if England are going to go do anything in the Euros if they go ahead, then I'm telling you now, if they pick Trent Alexander-Arnold over Wan-Bissaka, that is where they're going to end up getting knocked out because of because he will cost them goals, whereas Wan-Bissaka will not. Yeah, I think going back to the England thing, um, if England play five at the back and two wing backs, then I'll start. If it's a back four, Ramsdale's got to start. Because I think if you, if you ask him to go forward, I'd probably go for Arnold still, but get agree. Young, um, there's a moment in the first half where he did step over and thought, oh wow, look at this. He's getting, I, I think, you know what I think it is, Ramsdale? I think his confidence. Yeah. I genuinely think he's, it's there. It's there. It's there. It's not, he's not, he's not perfect, but tell you what, he could literally become, if he progresses, one of the best left backs in the world because he's got defensively solid already, and you get right. and that gets better with age, even as you might get older. Have, might, have, might even be the best right back. And then you look at his attacking play. <laughs> yeah, it's getting better. Exactly. And you get a striker who 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 is in the constant like Rashford, and the, you know the team which you got Bruno and maybe more creativity in it. He's definitely got something. I mean, I think. You look at the fullback situation now at United, you've got Delow and Ramsdale right back. I'm up with them. Delow won't be there. No, but I mean, right now, I'm not. If Delow starts, I'm not. I'm not like. It, it'll be Laird. Yeah. I mean. Oh, Laird. But even if Delow, you're thinking, well, he's not terrible. He's not, he's not shocking. He's, 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 the, he's the Trent of our side. Yeah, he's the attacking guy. And, and you see, well, it's he's, he's not like you look at. I hate to say his name, uh, but he, I tell you what, I won't say his name. He will not be named. Um, oh, he couldn't oh, do all in wonder, the football position. I wonder then. Yeah. Um, and we look at the low thing. Well, he can't defend, but he's great attacking. I've blocked him out of my mind. <laughs> you mean the guy who scored that brilliant volley? But yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, that empty shot. Yeah. That empty, um, empty so, shot. and left back, I thought Williams was brilliant yesterday. I thought, uh, in I thought, moments. Yeah. No, I thought, I thought it was a good performance, especially uh, given that the last couple of games he played before yesterday, I thought he was on a bit of a wobble. Yeah, uh, Brandon, and he seems to have come back. But I think he relished that sort of game against. City. And I mean, what encouraged all, me about what, what encouraged the... me was there was a moment when uh, I can't remember who was no, it, it wasn't Luke Shaw. I know Luke Shaw did it at a bit of a Guerrero moment, but there was a moment when I think I think it might have been Bernardo Silva got in and and uh, and um, Brandon Williams was not alert to it, and I thought, oh, hang on a minute, that's a bit careless but then next minute he was switched on and recovered quickly so he didn't let him uh, phase him who was it I don't think it was Bernardo Silva so. it was Sun on the right hand side one to where he let him run in didn't he might have been folding might yeah have been folding. Might have been folding. but, then he, but then he, next time it came in he, he was switched on and cleared the ball so mm-hmm. he, he showed a bit of resilience I mean, they all showed a bit of resilience you know like every single game they showed yeah. that as well right? everyone De Gea didn't, didn't let him slack they got all the ball and played again in fact, in fact speaking of De Gea I think he needs a big shout yesterday as well um, he wasn't troubled that much no. Um, which when he did, he was giving his against City, but I thought he made some excellent saves. I mean, the one against um, the one to stop Foden shot from long range, which he tipped over, yeah. And especially the one from Jesus when he had to get down really low, right? At, Even right the one in. with Stunning, because he had to get it wasn't a great hit, but he had to get away from the net, didn't he? He got, he got it far away from the net, didn't he? That one against against Jesus was right at the time where City were building a lot of momentum, yeah. So that save was absolutely massive, and considering what happened against Everton, 
I think he deserves credit for yeah. bouncing back like that. Um, so, speaking of the hair, quick question: Do you think you should? You should do you think United have got a decision to make on him in the summer about number one goalkeeper? No. The issue being, apparently, people the argument for selling him is distribution is an issue, or do you think like it's not really I, I that think, much of an issue? I, I think the decision's been made. I think he's. I think he's staying for another season, from what yeah. I'm hearing, because like Henderson back up. Yeah, signed, we've signed the best third choice goalkeeper in world football, Lee Grant, for another year. Um, yeah. But as I mean, the problem is anyway. Even if we were looking at getting rid of him, it's not the eighty million that we'd be asking for. It's the three hundred grand a week yeah. that he'd want wages. Who in world? I personally, I personally that? would give um, De Gea at least an, at least another year. Uh, I think it's another. I think another season. Let's yeah. be honest. Let, I mean, and Sheffield then give Henderson another year. I mean, I mean, Sheffield United, I think, are going to survive this this season in the Premier League. Maybe just. Um, so give him another year with Sheffield United, let him get that experience, because what's the point in bringing him back just to play second fiddle and spend the majority of the time on the bench? Pointless. So why not give Day another another year? I don't know if Romero's got. I don't sure. know about Romero's um, he's, he's probably but, he's probably like a I don't care, I'll stay whatever deal. Yeah, but <laughs> as far as De Gea's distribution, I do think it gets a bit blown out of all proportions mm-hmm. um, because I think they're highlighted a lot more. But what I will say is his distribution is a billion times better than uh, Sergio Romero's. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about some of the some well transfer contract news. Um, it looks like Matt is getting a new deal mm-hmm. at United, which we'll cover very quickly now. Are you happy with that? I'm. Okay, yeah, I think he's been brilliant. This is, yeah, I mean, it's like he's got like a new year's life. I mean, the thing is, right, I mean, we saw it when he first came in at United. I think he started off okay. Then I think we played him too much. And I think we played him too much. Um, okay. and, then obviously, and then obviously he got knackered because um, we played him for like non-stop for 18 months, which to be honest, that's going to knacker anybody yeah. out. Um, not like Jose to run players into the ground, is it? No, I'll, I'll uh, do from under the bus even now. And, and, he looked, and he looked shit, let's be honest. We all thought his career was over. Ollie came in, and initially, he looked fantastic under Ollie. Looked like we got a new mid-centre midfielder in Matic. Um, and again, then, I think we played him a little bit too much, and his legs went a little bit, and that's why he looked terrible. Um, and he might have been dealing with injuries. Who knows? Um, but now, he's had a rest. He's come back into this side. And he came, he came back into this side at a really pivotal moment throughout the season because if you remember, we'd lost Pogba, we'd lost McTominay. Um, so really, we, we'd lost... Um, we're really dealing with a bare-bones central midfield. This was before uh, Bruno came in. So I think Matic really gave us a shot in the arm, especially at the start of December um, and especially into January, especially. Um, so I really do think... He deserves this contract. I mean, I'm, I don't want him starting every week, but there's certain games like yesterday where I thought he was excellent. Um, that I think he be, he's thing is that I like about Matic is which goes really unnoticed. Uh, unnoticed is he's a he's got such a good ability to take the ball under pressure. He's got such a good first touch to get when he's got players around him. You see the likes of Fred and even McTominay at times. You get they can get pressed a little bit, especially Fred. Um, because he's not, he's quite small, really, in the in the grand scheme of things. Whereas Matic, because he's such a unit, he can fend players off and take yeah. the ball. Uh, and I think that's a really key component. And hit, hit a banger on the other occasion. Yeah, but I think especially with the way that we've been pressed at times, uh, especially from City in the one game that Pep did uh, beat Oli uh, out of four, just for those that keep in count. Um, 
I think we, when they did press us like that, we lacked Matic to take that ball in midfield off the centre halves and get us on the front foot. Um, and I think he did that. I think he's done that expertly well over the last couple of months. And like I say, to, if you'd have asked me two months ago, I'd have been pissed that we'd give him a new contract because I thought he, he was done. But he's shown excellent experience in the last two months and excellent quality on the ball. And I think if we manage his career a little bit, I think he can. I think he can do another twelve months, maybe even two years. Who knows? But it, it also allows us to concentrate a little bit on other areas because the pressing concern then for a central defensive midfielder is not quite as high a priority as it maybe would have been if we hadn't had players like uh, Matic in and around the squad and doing so well. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm okay with him staying. I really am. I just hope it's not that we keep him and we don't get anybody else in to add on. Which still looks like Trusty United board to not do that, but yeah, I think it's I think he's in the Paul Scholes mode now where he don't play when he plays when you need him, like maybe yeah. against a lower leagues a lower division side you don't need him in the team as much, so you can make yeah, him mean, rest. I mean, I mean, people forget we are still a very very young side. Yeah, we need that bit of experience that he yeah. the likes of Mata uh, bring into this side. Yeah. So I I think everyone agrees. He, I think the issue was maybe the Lumford Linford deal that was delaying his plan. That's a common people keep saying that it was the negotiations were about how long the deal he wanted and you know and it looks like they've come to an agreement on that. Um, also looking at the news that it's not been official, but it looks like Chong is getting a new deal at United. Um, the agent basically made comments to that effect. Um, your thoughts on that? I my wow. personal thought is, if you're giving Link Pereira that much time, you're giving Lingard the time he's had as well. You've got to at least give a bit more time to Chong. It might not work out. It might not work. It might be good, but at least give him that contract. Maybe loan him out to a club where he gets first team football regular and give him the chance. And if it doesn't work out, then you can just say, well, you know, it hasn't worked out, and sell him. What are your thoughts on Chong? I mean, deal, which looks like it's going to happen. I mean, um, I don't know why, to be honest, for me, the party, I don't think it's a good deal. Um, which I'm, I'm not losing sleep over it because it's not a massive deal. But 30k um, week is on apparently his new deal, yeah, or something. Is, yeah, it's not not really going to change. Out. Oh, he's, in fact, news has just come out that he's contract, just seeing it pop up. Oh wow! So oh wow! Breaking news, guys, on the man. You know, it's like an airport. 2022. So option for the further year. So basically, four years. Um, which. Chong, to me, out of all the youngsters that's come through this past 12 months, he's the one that I am the least excited about. Um, I don't think he's shown anything in his cameos in the first team. Granted, there's not been that many, but what he has when he has had chances, uh, which he has, he has had a few, uh, a few more than others anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's done anything, really, uh, to set the world alight. Um, I don't think he'll ever develop into a uh, a first teamer at United. Um, yeah, uh, and and I think for his own career, I think it would have made more sense for him to go out somewhere else, uh, maybe Italy, where it's a little bit, um, where it's a bit, little bit softer the league, if you will. Um, although let's be honest, the Premier League this season would be dog shit to be perfectly honest. <laughs> um, but. But yeah, so I mean, maybe he goes out on next season. Maybe we see a different Tahit Chong return. But as far as right now, I don't really see the 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 
I mean, I'm, like I say, I'm not losing any sleep over it because, like I say, it's pointless. He's only, I think, he's 19 still, so yeah. it's not gonna. It's not like him signing for a new year is gonna mean no signings or whatever like that. So, and I, I think I still think there's gonna be outgoings this summer. So, yeah. to keep players in and around the squad, we still need squad players. So I don't, I don't particularly mind it, but I don't. I fear for his career. To be honest, because I think if he, if he stays here for four years, I can't see him get being a first teamer. I can't see him nailing down any sort of place, um, and I can just see him being used as bit bit part player. And by that stage, he might be twenty three, twenty four, um, and still not. You get, and you get the you get the situation. Exactly. Well, not necessarily that. You know, maybe let, a player who doesn't let, quite nail let's it. Stop, let, let's stop with the Lingard here. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, he, 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 you're getting them to 24, and you, you're looking at other players who have been around for that, for that, for those sorts of years, and they've got 100, 150 appearances or whatever. He might not even have 50 by that to, that stage because I really don't think he offers. He's, he's not a game changer. I mean, you look at Gomez, who's the other player that is. is I don't know why contract talks are still ongoing with him. But he's a player that's got something that I think can change games. He's got something that he's got that X factor. He's got that ability to get me off my seat when I when he receives the ball. Chong, he's he's a very very one trick pony sort of player and hasn't really developed. I don't think from the from that jump from the under twenty threes to the first team. Whether he does or not, I have my uh, reservations. But I suppose only time will tell. Exactly. I think that's the thing. It's you know. He might, he might, he might not develop, or he might have just that one moment where it just, it just clicks. Maybe it's another year, and it, it clicks for him. You know, we we don't know whether the contract talks are effective because he's a young player. You don't know what's going on, but I think for United, it's a smart deal. It's not an expensive one. It gives them more breathing space. Say, so, okay, it's, obviously they see him in training. Ollie sees him in training more. They're maybe they're seeing things that maybe they see there's something there in him. Maybe there's a sit down. Okay, you're gonna. We've seen what you can do. We know you're better now as a player. All, well, all I know is better as a player, right? I know you can go to that club and you can play well there. And then, and, it, 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 and who knows? Under under Ali, he might develop like like he has. Yeah, he, like Ali's will to he do will, will, will he become the one of the best wingers in the world? Maybe not. Probably not. But will he become a player that is useful for United? Very possible. It's possible. But will he? Will he, will he you look at you know you look at. I'm not, I'm not saying he's gonna be at that level, but. Jason Park wasn't incredible. He wasn't an amazing player, but he did a job. Maybe he can do a job for United. And, and you can't have say, players who are all first-team elite world-class players in your squad. And what, will, and what I will say is it's not like we've got a lot of wide players. Exactly. And he, minute, he, he deserves so. a bit more time. And deserve, and, and, and if I, all these wants him to keep him, well, based we'll on his record at the moment... <laughs> I mean, we'll have, to, we'll have to disagree on the fact that he deserves more time. But I agree with you that uh, I think he's had chances. But I will agree that Oli has had a fantastic track record at developing players that are already at the club. Yeah. Um, so if that continues under Chong, so be it. And I'll, there'll be nobody more happy to be proven wrong about Chong than me. Yeah. And, I, and um, I've seen little tiny glimpses of stuff occasionally, but. I think it's just a case of United saying, you know what, there's something, that's, we think there's something still there and just see how it goes out and they've, they've saved Garland. So it's a smart deal. It's not too long, not too short. And maybe, a lo- I think a loan deal is definitely something 
that should be looked at and maybe that's something they've had in the conversation like okay we're going to sign you here but you go I don't want you to go wherever they think is best for him maybe championship could be a good place to go maybe or whatever or wherever they think he's they know him better than me they know him better than me so I'd, 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 to be honest I'd have sent him sporting mm. I, think, I think Portuguese league would suit him down to the ground and Angel for that matter yeah Oh, well, apparently they both said no, didn't they? Oh, anyway, no, Angel Gomez said no, didn't they? About to, not, to it. I, I, don't, I don't know about the uh, Chong, if that was ever well, rumoured or not. I think, I, think, I think he'd flourish in a place like that. Yeah. And I think, I, I think he, again, I think he needs to start a team he can go to where he's not necessarily the member, but gets chances of that bit of confidence. Mm-hmm. I think I, I watch him at times in the game against Ikea of Major thought, yeah, he wants to do it, but he just hesitates a bit. And I think maybe it's his bit of confidence in him. But obviously, Oli. He seems, to, you know, he's he's improved Rashford, he's improved Martial, he's improved Greenwood, or oh, continue Greenwood got runners. So maybe he can get some more, get a bit more out of John and the game. But we'll wait and see. Only, only time will tell. Um, but I'd rather United give it a go a bit longer rather than just, you know, it, it, it's not a terrible deal. And um, I think, um, you know, I think, I don't think, I imagine we said earlier, I'm sure there's certain fans who are using it as their way to target Ollie now again, but never mind. Yeah. Um, but I think definitely not worth, I think it's definitely worth to see how it gets on. And if it didn't work out, it doesn't work out. It's not costing anything to sign him in the first true, place. True, 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 and, true, true. And if, but I think there's a player in there, whether, whether or not he's going to be a squad player, which is fine by me, or he's going to be an elite player, I don't know. But you've got to at least let, let Ollie get to grips with him and get working with him because I think there's something in there. Whether that will ever happen is another question, but we'll have to wait and see. So let's talk about um, another young player who's very young, who's playing in for Birmingham. 16-year-old Jude Bellingham. Apparently, um, his... Was that, was that your best attempt at a Birmingham accent? Probably. All right. I don't want to try another one. Um... <laughs> Um, I could do a scouse one, but I just had to, oh, I, I, God. I have to say the words. This is our year, and um, oh, you know whatever. Um, so this is a very easy for that deja vu. A young talent that is whipping up, whipping up the league. He's in the a the father and his mother. Apparently, his agents, I believe, aren't they? I believe. I have no idea. I think they. They. His dad's basically. I don't think he's actually officially agent, but basically he is. Um, he's like you know, his father and he's, he's, you know they they talk a lot. But apparently at Old Trafford or at training ground at Carrington today with Matt Judge and Woodward, um, and I think Ollie was there as well. And there was reports uh, was it last week that Dortmund had agreed a fee um, with Birmingham for around thirty million pound. Maybe that's all. From, I doubt it. Probably like fifty million pound in missing installments. Um, is this a play that in is? This was like deja vu a bit for me. I've got a scary thing coming of a hound situation where we don't get the get the player. But that, do we, what are your thoughts on Bellingham? Is this someone you'd like to see United sign? It uh, would, or is, or is it, or is it like the hype? Is just hang on a minute. I'll be, on, I'll, I'll be honest. I've not watched no? any of him. Uh, but what I will say is that um, I think it just. I think this is a very similar sort of signing, or it would be a similar sort of signing to Dan James, where it's a very, very risk-free uh, mm-hmm. sort of signing. Uh, we get him on a relatively uh, low amount, um, which I mean, you're not good. Thirty million is ridiculous for a sixteen-year-old. Yeah, but I, I think um, it'd be like structured payments, wouldn't it? I assume. Yeah, yeah, I'd imagine it's like fifteen or twenty. Yeah, and based on the appearance of England and yeah. goal scored which, and then Bell and Dorm, whatever. Yeah, I mean, um, so. 
yeah, like I say, I think it's a very similar sort of signing to Dan James. And I wouldn't expect if we did sign him to come into to play much first team football. I think he'd be on the periphery, uh, which I think Dan James would have been this season um, if we had any sort of other options earlier on in the season. Um, and I think he'd be used primarily in cup games uh, to get a feel uh, for first team football. Bear in mind, he's still only 16. Yeah. Um, so anyone who's thinking he's going to come in and rip up the Premier League and be our number six and our first choice midfielder next season is talking out of their trumpet. Um, so, so yeah, like I say, I've not particularly watched anything of him. Um, as long as we've scouted him, as long as Ollie wants him, then I've got no problem at all with, with us signing him. Um, I would expect, I, I think we might carry more favour with, uh, it might sound a bit weird, but with a um, with a homegrown talent rather than a rather than a Harlem dude. Let's be mm-hmm. honest, he's, 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 it wouldn't have surprised me if he's had his dad, in, dad in his ear, being the ex City and ex Leeds player. Well, um, with Harland, it's come out now that this was and, always the plan. And, and having the absolute locust in yeah. his ear that is Mino Raiola, yeah. uh, so I think that played a big big part in why uh, why that. Yeah, apparently by all the apparently the way the way if you come out on the hand deal, apparently this was always the plan. Idea to go to Germany first and then go where jump from there to Serie A or La Liga or wherever he goes next. As far as as Jude Bellingham, like I said, let's not waste too much time speaking about Mino Raiola. But yeah, yeah, so like I say, um, I I don't have any reservations about the deal. Um, I'm pretty realistic on what the expectations would be if he came in. like I say, as long as as long if only one, I think he's he's his record in the transfer market so far has been flawless. Uh, so, but but that bear in mind, he is going to make one flop at some stage uh, because every manager, no manager has a flawless record in the, in yep. the transfer market. Uh, so even the great, the all powerful Pep and Klopp have done that. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, two examples. Cater's well, uh, well, one, arguably. Have, 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 have we not had any any reports yet that Pep's going to spend another five hundred million on another defence that that isn't good enough <laughs> to beat United, the worst United sign in thirty years? But, I mean, look, uh, who's that keeper they signed? Who absolutely complete garbage? Which one? Which City. one? Signed several. Yeah, but well, there's one that he basically he plays from Edison, didn't he? Is it Bravo? Bravo? Yeah, Bravo played last weekend in League Cup final. Yeah, um, and, it... and was man of the match, and then dropped him. Uh, so he might have played against Sheffield Wednesday as well in midweek, then dropped him, and then Edison gave us two goals. Thanks very much, Pep. You bold fraud. But um, but, <laughs> but yeah, no, so I mean, yeah. Far, go. As far as Jude Bellingham, like I say, um, as, as I think Ollie's deserved the, the 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 same transfer market. So if he fancies him, by all means, give Ollie what he wants. That's I think that's what he deserves, and that's what he needs this summer. Yeah, and I think for, I agree with it. What you said there, I think also you look at the Belling situation. I think he's coming to an area of the pitch that United are not like the difference between him and James. James is coming away, and we've got no wide players at all here, so you have to play him. If you, I mean, I don't, I don't, I've not watched like a minute by minute, but I'm assuming he plays central attacking, central mid kind of guy. I believe is what he plays. Uh, could be from wrong, Birmingham fans. If you listen to this, what it would be like, but. Uh, but there's an area, that's another picture of United that have got numbers in at least, if not quality. So there's no like he's not gonna be like, okay, so you're 16 years old, in you go against City in the Derby. Not gonna happen. Um unless he starts obviously form dictates that if he comes in and starts playing really well, then no. that dictates it, but I still wouldn't think it'd happen anyway. I think I'll be very careful with him. Um I've I've I'm down for this deal. It's it, 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 it's a good deal. I would 
even go as far as to say, you know what, do the deal and then go back and loan the year for Birmingham again. Yeah, I and then we all learn at Birmingham. Yeah, and and go we we'll go with that. Um, might, that that might be what clinches it. Yeah, so you know what, have him for another year, and then we'll see. And then if he, if he does it again, then we bring him back, and then we have a look yeah. at him or, or whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I, will it happen? It's too early to say. I think United definitely are interested, but I won't get too excited, guys, about the whole going to Carrington because I'm pretty sure he'll be going to the Dortmund's ground as well. He'll be going, you know, but. Um, just hope that I just hope that um, if United, I hope I, I like the the targets they're going for now, you know, other than the other than the Bala, um, they're going for players who seem to be who make sense. They are being they we said in some gentlemen who wanted a wanted a midfield and striker got him. Um, obviously they wanted Haaland but in game, but then they got rather than just like go for someone else completely landish, they got a functional player into. You know, I just hope that if they do sign a Gallo, that it's not because it's a short term. I do, I hope they, I hope they don't do what they did with Ollie and just give him a deal now. Wait in the season and then see if he can, you know, and analyze it. Uh, I don't want United to be jumping and just oh wow, he's he's young, he's doing well, get him in. No, stick with your plan because at the moment it's working. Your you transfers have, have nailed on. You will make a mistake. Uh, it's going to happen. I think even Barcelona and Madrid made mistakes. Um, even the great quick. Pep and Klopp, like we said, but I, I think there's definitely been a shift in policy, and I think Bellingham is, yeah, I'm I have no problems with the deal at all. I think it'd be a good deal. So, um, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll quickly go over before we end the um, Lask game on Thursday. Obviously, team news is kind of hard go on, to go on, go on then, Matt. Tell tell the listeners everything you know about the. Oh, they uh, Lask. They are a team. Your detailed analysis, analysis on Lask. They are a team in the Europa League. End of analysis. Who's the star player? Who's the star player? Um, probably the goalkeeper. When <laughs> oh, <now> I look, keeper <laughs> yeah, really coming to like, turn to like turn to like De Gea, Edison, Edison, all in one word or something. You know, it can turn into Edison. It can turn into Edison. Give yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah. Um, team news. It's been interesting because we've got a big game against Spurs who actually, by the way, breaking news, um, Bergwijn's out for season now. Um, for Spurs, apparently. Apparently, he's going to Solskjaer for Jose Jose. He don't think he'll be again this season, Bergwijn. Um, so, what lineup do you think we'll go with? Would he, do you think, I mean, I'll be, I, I'd start Igalo for me, personally. I'd be, I'd be happy uh, with the rotating side because I think um, we've got to do that, really. I mean, got to, you can't. It was a very intense yesterday game, and we're probably going to have another intense game against Spurs at the weekend. So rotate as much as we can do, um, while still keeping a, a pretty strong side. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me when, if the tie went something similar to how Bruce went, we'll draw over there, mm-hmm. and then won the game at home. I think that's I think that's a very good sort of blueprint how to how to get through in European games. I know it sounds easy that but it's not um but yeah so like i say i won't mind seeing us rotate a little bit um i won't mind seeing the likes of axel get some minutes mm-hmm. um bay as well i think yeah Bailly deserves i'd some start minutes. tommy give him a good start and then take him I'd off get, maybe yeah, at the I'd end get, yeah yeah i'd give him a tommy because obviously he's only just coming back uh and he looked a bit i must admit he looked a bit rusty against derby i'll be honest uh which which is why i wasn't adverse to him not starting yesterday uh maybe fred deserves a little bit of a rest uh, maybe 
Uh, I was going to say Bruno, but let's be honest, we've nothing else if we've not got Bruno. Uh, maybe Mata comes in. Uh, I like yeah. the way that I like the way that Mata has seemed to improve with the addition of Bruno. It looks like they're on the same sort of wavelength. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, oh, he's completely quite well. Completely quite well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I wouldn't mind us seeing a front two of Igalo and Greenwood. Yeah. I'd really like, I'd really like to see that because you've got Greenwood who's got the legs. And then you've got a gal who can, who, who's that out ball, who's that focal point. And I think, let's be honest, if he gets a chance in the six yard box, there's every chance it ends up in the back of the net given his recent form. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think um, the good news is at this uh, point. Uh, sorry for interrupting again, well, but the good thing is at this point, we're starting to get options. Yes. You look at, yes, you look at yesterday's bench. Yesterday's bench is the strongest bench I think Ollie's ever had since he became yeah. manager. So. Yeah. So, um, yeah, prediction for the last game. You gonna give one or? Oh Christ knows. Like it. Like I say, it could be. It could be. I think it'd be one nil. Um, I'm gonna say a draw. I'm gonna say a score draw. So one one. One one. I think one nil. I think because I, I I don't know how they play, but there's very few degrees on that. I don't think I don't think it will be as easy as people. No, 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 no. Never is. Now, United, 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 United never do it the easy way, do they? Um, just little, well, we just, but let's be honest, we won't have it any other way. No, we won't have it any other way. Um, this little quick jump back to the Bellingham um, talk. The Telegraph are saying that Silas Ferguson joined the tour around Carrington with Woodward and Matt Judge. So basically he said, shut up, I'll do the talking. Yeah, yeah you basically said, don't listen to the don't, don't, don't say anything, don't do anything, don't breathe, I will talk to the young lad. Which is a good idea, really. Why not? You know, remember the old story that came out about. I can well, that's what. Well, that's what we've been saying about this whole direct sort of football. Which, conveniently enough, we've not heard much about that recently. Yep. Um, but that's what we're all wanting. We were all, that, and that is what a director of football does, basically. Yeah. I would it's, simply, it's the, you know, it's what? the PR face is the face of the, of the football club to players to sell the club to players. That's what you do. And for, yeah. for me personally, that, I would say right. If you're not going to football, I think, I think they probably might do something. Whether they do, I don't, I, I'm not entirely certain. But it shouldn't be Rio. It shouldn't be guys like that. It should be somebody who could do that well, job and done it. Well, but get them in as like when we get a player to look around, they are the guys that do well, that as well. Sorry, what I, I want to know, you know, all these ex-players, what they're all supposedly ambassadors at yeah. United now. Yeah. What does that mean exactly? Because it means they sit there, they, they stand there with the sponsorship cups of tea in their hand or whatever it is. Because, you know, that, that is exa- what Ferguson's done Bellingham. That is exactly what an, an ambassador should be doing, surely. That should be part of their reason yeah. to go to when players are, potential players are coming, you go and romance them into Yeah, because you remember the old conversation them. that happened. I can't, I can't remember who the player was. I don't know what he said, but Spurs player, I said before on the podcast, Spurs signed a player. He went. He went to Spurs. They showed him around the training ground. Showed him around the yeah, stadium. I, I, I told you. I told and then, you. and then there was all the whole like country night goes. Who, what's your name, son? Yeah, yeah, Matt Dodge. Yeah, top, top man. It's like brilliant. And then, but that's what it should be like, you know. And it sounded like they, they tried it with Harlan, but I think Harlan was different. I think Harlan's well, ideal. I, I don't think. I, I don't think Harlan was ever going to happen. No, I think oh, the the plan with him was to go to Germany first, then maybe to I, us. I, just thought, I don't think it was ever an option because. United surely have got more sense now after all this shit with Pogba that they've got enough sense and surely all he has because he must be sick to the back teeth of all this shit that he's basically said I don't want anything to do with him ever again yeah 
Uh, and, but then there's the kind of arguments saying that it was just the broker, not the actual agent, but who cares? Uh, we've not got, we've, we've got the player. Um, and we mentioned Pogba only once in this podcast today, twice now. He's on his way back. Oh, is he? When, when, when? Surprisingly, well, I don't know, he's interested. Oh, that's good of him. Did you see that comment over there about he's been keeping an eye on the results? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Just on the results, not watching the games then, dude. <laughs> that's the I mean, phrasing, maybe slightly off there. Again. Don't does buy he, into everything you read. Does he get back in the team at the moment? I don't think he does. Bench uh, him. No, bench him. Well, no, I think I think if he shows commitment to United, then yeah. Well, big if. if, he, if he, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> I would say, you know what? You, you, this team's, work, this, this team's uh, working right now. What, what I will say, I think he's got to earn his place. Exactly. I don't, he, I don't think he walks back into this. Oh, thing. God, no. Not, not like he would have done before. The last month. I will. I will admit though that a midfield with Bruno Pogba and McTominay is quite exciting. Uh, yeah, if it I works, I think that's. I think that's a big. Um, I think. I think Pogba is going to. I think we've already said it. Have a big say on whether he stays and goes on um, this summer on the transfer market. Yeah. So um, we'll leave it there, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Um, United beat City. Always a great, you know. Just we let we, we we let them think it's blue Manchester, but we know it's not really. And and let's hope the coronavirus renders the season void. Another void. Um. Also, guys, about the coronavirus, I work in retail, and I just want to say that don't get panicky over it. People are at but, work. But we need bog rolls. We, need, bo- we need bog rolls. <laughs> so I will say this now. I will say this now. My coming out of your ass. Why do you need bog rolls? <laughs> I will tell you this now. My uh, dad went to buy some online. Just you know, just because he saw, but he misread the quantities. It was like something times six. He's got we've got hundred quid hundred of them coming. <laughs> So there you go. Matty and his family have, have, have bankrupted the fact that <laughs> the rest of the country. So, if, you, so if, if, if there is a bug roll shortage, we're going to make a killing. <laughs> but you guys, <laughs> I'm looking retail. I'm not worried about it. it, it it's a bit, it, it's not, it, yes, you see the, 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 the news in Italy, but look at the, you, someone put a stat on the other day, it said, you, there's more chance of dying from normal flu and other stuff than there is this. And just simply, guys, wash your fucking hands. Also, all the quick hands, all all just quick hands off, and just you know, all... <laughs> <laughs> that's the sound of um, Man, Man, Man City fans trying to choke down the dinner tonight when they see United score again. Thinking, what a dream. True, true, true. Um, true, true. um I wash my, and also I want, I'm washing your hands. I'm washing my hands of all the Lingard personal attackers and the Ali Out Brigade. If you're listening to this podcast, well, guys, I, I've been I've been muting them for about six. <laughs> if you want a really good um, evening of Twitter um, drama, or not just drama, like entertainment, just follow Simon on Twitter because it is kind of hilarious. Uh, I sit there and think, I sit there with comments going, this is fucking better than fucking um, dra- um, action drama, this. Some of the, oh my God. Oh, some of the comments. Some of the ones I don't even, some of them. I was like, I, one guy once say to me on Twitter, says, show me a big game, always one. I'm like, okay, I'll show you five. Oh, <laughs> like, it's, it's like, Jesus. Nonsense. But I like that because it just not, then I know who to mute and who to not. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? 
He's muted me, by the way, guys, because I keep mentioning Young no, Twin. I've, I've done it before, but not now. <laughs> You've had a reprieve. I remember. Uh, so hopefully, um, United get a big win against Spurs. Obviously, we can't preview the, the Spurs game. Two fire, two, which can happen um, yeah. between the two of them. We'll be back on Monday to review but that let, game. But let's just all Jose as a face, like a slap tap. I think no, you know what? I think even if he well, wins, well, if he's sorry, a sorry, sorry, even more so than he has right now. Yeah, I think he can win three 0 this will be morning, wouldn't he? Um, but 